Hello there. This is Obita, the podcast where we discuss law, tech, and business and try to make sense of it all. My name is Zikora. Thank you very much for joining us. There have been nationwide protests against police brutality in Nigeria. The protesters are asking, among other things, that the police force be reformed. And they are starting with the slogan, End SARS. SARS is the Special Anti-Robbery Squad. It's a unit of the Nigerian police force that is notorious for extreme police brutality. Actions ranging from rape, kidnapping, and even murder have been alleged against these people with credible evidence. Now, the government in response is not doing enough in the opinion of the protesters. The government has done everything that they have usually done every time these calls have come to the fore. The government will set up panels and try to make public condemnations and just ends there. But this time, the protesters are asking that the government put their money where their mouth is and end police brutality for real and commit for real in real life to a reform of the Nigerian police force. Before then, there had been an amendment of the Police Act. And on this episode of the Vita podcast, our Goke Adeboye takes a deeper dive into that amendment of the Police Act. Are there upsides? Are there downsides? Are there things that we can do beyond legislation? His conversation is with our guest. Our guest is a senior legislative draftsman at the National Assembly and a lawyer. He's also part of a new NGO that tries to increase public engagement in government policies. That's the policy roundtable. Our guest today is Olubumi Ayotaji, and the conversation starts with Goke, asking him to explain exactly what his job entails. Thank you, Olubumi, for joining me on this episode of the Obito podcast. Um, just by way of introduction, Tell me, um, for the uninitiated, what does a legislative draftsman do? Uh, my name is Olubumi again, and I really want to thank you for having me here. So for every legislature to function, you have legislators, elected representatives of the people, that is. Then you have persons that work with them to draft policies, research into laws, and do mostly the written administrative functions. And that's where, that's why we have legislative heads. You know, in the National Assembly of Nigeria, for mm. example, um, there's, there's a body called the National Assembly Service Commission. They are the ones in charge of the recruitment, or should I say the management, administrative management of uh, legislative heads, their payments and all that. So uh, I think the operational document of the National Assembly in Nigeria, for example, understands the usefulness of legislative aids in making the job of elected representatives uh, easy, in that most of these honorables and senators, distinguished senators, are not lawyers. They, they are not versed in yeah. um, legislative procedures, quote-unquote, you know, the language of the legislature. Yeah. Uh, writing bills, yes. presenting same, lead debates, things like that. So yeah. that's why we have legislative draftsmen that draft these policies, not just bills or laws, uh, working policies yeah. 
motions, as we call it in National Assembly, and some other documents. Basically, for the layman, I think that would that would suffice. Thank you. Okay. Okay. So would I be right to summarize it by saying um, you're a lawyer who assists legislators in various ways and also writes laws? Is that a fair yes, characterization of the job description? Okay, fair enough for the benefit yes. of the audience. Um, okay, so in September okay. 2020, that's a month ago, um, it was announced, or there was a press release that the president had assented to the yes, Police yes. Act in 2020. And yeah, that introduced a plethora of changes attempting to reform the police, yes. I imagine. Um, and it attracted a lot of attention and criticism. So what necessitated the enactment of this act? And give me a brief background right. on that. The Nigerian police force, like every other police force in the world, undertakes revolvement, if I, if I will use that word, over time. The bill is necessitated by the fact that laws that governs the operations of the Nigerian police force have seen no comprehensive review since its initial promulgation in 1943. It's, it's unimaginable, you know, that we have a police force. Yeah, that's, that's a, a long time. time. Yeah. Uh, we have, though we have laws, or should I say guiding principles that are documented, that monitors mm. the, 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 the operations of the police, but the law itself has not seen a comprehensive review like this one that was just done since 1943. And it's so yeah. sad because, uh, because of the lack of laws or the dullness in the in the laws that that existed, uh, there were some lacunas that needed to be filled, like the whole issue of yeah. police extending beyond their powers, becoming agents of political suppressions and all that. So many issues that need needed to be fixed with a legislation and not just policy reviews. And I think that that was what necessitated it. You know, before now we've had. NGOs and international organizations and local organizations talking about police mm. reform, yes. state policing and all that. I think this 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 law yeah. com- came at the right time and to fix most of these nagging mm. issues. And you cannot but commend the legislature for rising up to the occasion to fix that. Okay. So were you directly involved in the drafting of this? Here's how the legislature works. works. The one that I know of. So, you know, a senator, can, a senator initiates, yeah. or we, we have uh, bills that are brought from the executive, uh, like to be legislated upon by National Assembly. Then we have private member bills. Yeah. That, that a senator, a private senator, can bring a bill to be legislated upon by the House. Once a private senator brings a bill and it's read on the floor of the House, the private, the senator goes back to his office, literally, puts together his legislative aides and draftsmen, look into the law, gives or submits recommendations mm. that he will take back to the house when they are deliberating on it. I don't know if you understand this circle. So I, I understand. Uh, you I understand, o- yeah. o- overly, a legislative draftsman or a legislative aide in research and policy in an office of a, of a yes. senator or another member must be involved. Because even if it's not your direct boss that initiated the bill, you definitely mm. be part of it because mm. your boss would have to talk on it. 
you get. So you have to be very versed from the beginning. That's before the general public gets to know about the law. Like from the from the beginning, yeah. you get yeah, you get the 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 draft bill, the uh the proposed bill as we call it. Then you have to research, yeah. look into the sections, then recommend. Before we now have another recommendation in the public hearing, I'll go to that. But uh, if I say I was part uh, of the drafting, I don't, I don't think that would be right because it was not sponsored by my boss. Mm. But then we were part okay. of uh, actively part of the public hearing, then part of the record of the review. The review right? stage. That, that's the word. If, if that works, yeah. I don't know if you understand what I just okay. said. Okay. Yeah. No, I get it. So. Um, I actually did not know that the Police Act was not a government bill. I, I, I did not imagine that it was a private member's bill until right. you just told me now. So, yeah, that's interesting to note. Um, so, on social media particularly, the, a particular section of the, of the okay. Act um, attracted a lot of attention and criticism. That's Section 38, which effectively provides that a police officer can make an arrest without a warrant or without a court order where there is reasonable suspicion. And I mean, it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit more um, comprehensively defined than I just put it, but essentially reasonable suspicion without a court order or a warrant. A police officer may be able to make an arrest based on some conditions. And some, some journalists and even some lawyers have said that this probably, um, tramples upon section 36 of the constitution, which provides for um, pr um, the presumption of innocence. What's your opinion right. on that? Um, I think that you are isolating sections. It's my opinion. If you read further, I think you are, you, you, yeah. you, people are ice. I'm, oh, I'm yes. just posing a question. You know, yeah, people yeah. oftentimes <laughs> isolate sections to read. And as lawyers, there are yes. sections you read uniformly if that word is correct, you know. Mm. If you now move to section 54 yeah. of the same law, of the same bill. I was going to go there. It defines yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on. what reasonable suspicion should be. Yes. And th that, that, that's, where, that's where it stated that, you know, uh, air style, personal attributes, yeah. physical appearance, and you get, so stereotypes. That's a qualification yeah. of to 38. Reasonable suspicion should not be yeah. judged by your personal attributes, your age, your hairstyle, your manner, uh, your manner of dressing. Shall not be grounds. It's explicit that shall yeah. not be grounds for reasonable suspicion. It even states, it even yes. extended it to stereotyped images of certain persons or groups. So I think yeah. section 54 explains aptly, copiously what section section 38 intends to prevent. So when people are, and, and you know the problem, the problem uh, with we currently grapple with in the country is clickbait, clickbait journalism. Why do I have a feeling you have somebody in mind, a particular <laughs> journalist? I wouldn't want to mention it, but you know what I'm talking about. You know, uh, when, 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 when a particular yes. news outlet would say, okay, the police, uh, the police, uh, uh, bill that is currently signed by the president operates to uh, muzzle citizens. But citizens just check the headline on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and do not bother yeah. to read further. And again, yes. 
Yes. No, and I again, we would have to that. ask yes. ourselves that these people that are saying Section 38 operates to curtail and give uh, the police a wide array of powers, why haven't they gone to court for judicial interpretations? You know, if it goes against uh, your, yes. your, your, your rights, the constitution, constitution. the constitution is a grand yeah. norm. Any law that goes against the constitution is null and void to the extent of its inconsistency. So if you really have a case, why haven't none of them till today has gone to court to challenge this law, you know? And as an aside, for every law, before it gets to the president for accent, there's a, there, there, for accent, sorry, there, there's a, there's a, this thing called public hearing. There's a stage it gets. We call it the public hearing stage. Do you know, for your own yeah. information, yeah. I don't know if you, can I keep talking? I don't know if you have time. All right. Oh yeah, please proceed. You know, please the proceed. public hearing we for have, this bill held on yeah. the 18th of March, 2020, the, I was present, the MBA representative yeah. was present. Most of these news outlets yeah. were present. NGOs, plaque, CSOs, the office of the attorney general was represented. Yeah. The Nigerian Bar Association was represented. You know, yeah. these major associations and organizations that deal with human rights, you know, were represented. And they, they, there's yes. something with public hearing stage. Please, they will tell you, please, say, submit your memos. What you don't like about this proposed law. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. And they saw all these things. Though most of them raised objections on some other parts of the bills that were later resolved. But then you would be surprised that this thing that everybody's now shouting about were not raised. So you begin to question mm. the real intent behind yeah. the whole. And I'm not holding brief for the police, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not yeah. holding brief for the government at all. But we should no, be, I under, yeah, I understand we should be a generation crazy. that yeah. probes. We should be a generation that is not sentimental. Yeah. We should be a generation that is not willingly ignorant to facts. So if that answers the question, please. Yeah, it does. Um, I, although some may argue that um, maybe Section 38 was not opposed. Although this is my view. My view is Section 38 was probably not opposed because it's you get, not it's, even it's a big provision. Big. Section 38 essentially you, exists. You get, and the then 54 act. came to... In, it's 54, 54 is saying, new. 54 yeah. checked 38. Yeah. yeah. Obliterating, one of the things yeah. I recommended was obliterating section 38 would not be good for yes. our police because there are criminals in this system. You know that. Yes. No, the truth is every, every police, well, every enactment for the police in every country that I know about, in every jurisdiction, actually provides for situations where you can make it it's for, without a warrant. It, God it bless is only you. logical. That's the word. Yeah. It's, it's only logical. Because when Yoruba, as we say, I'm sorry, when you cry, you should be able to see. Yeah, go on. While we are all emotional about what the police is doing, which is bad in all, in, in all entirety, we should also be wary yeah. of our personal security. We have criminals in our phones. And if there are laws to check these criminals, yeah. In the B2B secure, we should not open leeways or open the door for these criminals to operate willingly. So since 54 checks 38, why not let's leave it? There's no cost for most of these that I'm selling. And if there is, why haven't anybody gone to court? You know. Yeah. So so now the real question about section 54 would actually be that 
um, we understand the intention of Section 54, which is making sure that the police do not exercise Section okay. 58 arbitrarily. But the first thing, so one thing that springs to mind about Section 54 is another recent news story, okay. special anti-robbery squad, right? Stereotyping people, arresting yeah. them on the basis of their hairstyles or because they have a flashy uh, piece of jewelry on them, etc. Um, the question, though, is how do we enforce Section 54? What are the consequences of an officer overreaching? So arresting somebody without the right intention, um, essentially um, violating Section 54. I don't think it provides any punishment for an officer that does that. What do you, yeah. what, what's your view? The police, as an in, in, internal disciplinary measure, but before I go there, I think for every jurisdiction, across the board, there is a place of laws that is regulations. And there's a place for advocacy, sensitization and advocacy. Now, the first question should be, yeah. this law as it stands, how many Nigerian young persons know their rights under this law? How many of these SARS officers or police officers know the provision of this law? You'd be surprised that the more the moribund and obsolete curriculum that the police use in their college is still what they hold. Most of them hold. Most of them ask an average SAS officer that is carrying a gun mm. that do you know that you cannot yeah. arrest persons because of their hairstyle or their dressing and you quote section 54. The thing they will tell you is waiting you to talk. Average police yes, officer, do know, they, they, don't, they don't even know. Before a police can protect your rights, he has to understand the existence of that right. You can't protect what you don't know. Yes. Sincerely, I think aside implementation, though it might be part of implementation, there should be a massive, deep, and in-depth sensitization of our police and the people on rights as provided for in, the, in this act. Because basically, most of these officers and even persons, young persons that are not lawyers, do not know. And aside section 54, there are so many other sections in the, in the police act that really protects the average Nigerian. But the average Nigerian does not even know about the existence of this law. And I think that's, that's, that's the use of platforms like this, you know. Uh, in your own rights, you're really doing well. And platforms yes. like the media, not clickbait and not ESAs, not emotional or sentimental headlines to sell. You know, our police do not even know yes. the existence of these laws. And I think there's a need for them to know. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't even tell a gun-toting policeman right now about your rights in this deal. You would even want to get. So, so I think most certainly, most certainly. I but think the problem, okay, there's a need on. first Sorry. for value reorientation. Secondly, there's a need for relearning and relearning process for the police, where they go back into their college or whatever you, to get taught about not just protecting citizens, but understanding the extant regulations on how to protect citizens, 
understanding the rights of persons they are intent to protect, understanding what they do in situations where they, sus they reasonably suspect uh, citizens to have committed a crime. In law, there's something we call the reasonable man's test. And sincerely, these yeah. tests or these terms are what should be taught to our police officers. An average police officer, I'm very, very sorry to say, on the streets is a step down or a step higher than a stack literate as far as law or regulations are concerned. So as concerned, sorry. So what is the extent of it? What is, what, what is the use of a regulation that is not known by people that are supposed to eat to it? Yes, that's very, very scary, actually. And you know, you've already admitted that an office, well, an average officer does not know the law. So where does that leave the average citizen who is being oppressed? Because you know, you and I know that um, for the average young person, um, responding to a police officer, or let me say, talking back to a police officer can get you into a lot of trouble. So what exactly do you no. expect of the average citizen? Because you can't, you can't really make a strong argument to me that oh, you would sensitize the officer by no, yourself. No, no, I don't. I don't even encourage right it. In front of him, especially to persons that exactly that are ill-tempered. You know, if you find me the police yes. officer, there's a way I can, as a lawyer, you know, there's a way I can. In fact, yeah, most of the time, law school they tell you don't go to a police station and start quoting laws. You know. Don't go there and start forming, you know. Not because yeah. our police is bad, but because it's not just the right way to go. There's a way you approach. There's a man, there's a psychological manner of approach to every saint human, you know. And one one arm of what you just asked yeah. is the fact that, you know, an average Nigerian is defensive once they see a police officer. And to be very fair, I yes, would, I would I'm, argue I'm, that that's I important. Very fair, very fair <laughs> over the years, it's not yes. their fault. Yes, you know, police, police over time has caught the image of this dreaded dragon that is not your friend. Literally, I've been in situations like that. So, yes, as much yeah. as they try to promote, and it's the really terrible <laughs> notion that they're your friends. So, yeah. what I'm saying is, first of all, it's a two pronged approach. While the police values are really, and you know, you know, one very good thing about this law is the fact that now it provides for medical evaluation. You know, exactly. Yeah, medical evaluation. Now, I was going officers. to go there. They sincerely need it. You know, they sincerely need it. So while we're trying to reform the police in that in that angle, we should try to also uh, 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 engage or inform, be informed ourselves. You know that when a police is asking you probably to step down from your car, you don't go, all, why would you be doing this? Why would you, you know, that kind of thing. Confrontation has never helped in any situation. Yeah. I'm not holding brief for the police again. I would never do that. But then when you know your, yeah. your rights, yeah. you approach your rights with the, with the, in a very stern and polite manner because you are very right legally. You don't go all confrontational. That is not mm. advisable. Though I don't blame the people. I think the, the old uh, blame, quote and unquote, yeah, should go to the police. However, when you ask, if you, if you are probably close to the system, yeah. uh, like we are, um, humbly though, 
when you ask an average police chief yeah. what the problem is, and they engage you on what the problems they are, you know that sincerely we have uh, a problem that is deeper than what we are seeing. You know? So they would also absorb themselves of blames because there's no funding, there's no blah, 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 and all that. So I think as much as we have to reorientate and re, re, reform the police, the populace should not be left yeah. out of this whole reform. Okay. So, so in addition to the, like you mentioned, in addition to the introduction of psychological yeah. and medical evaluation for um, yeah. prospective police officers, new recruits, there's also a provision I think section um, 19 that actually says that it provides yes. for a sort of continuing yes. professional development for existing officers. Yeah. So it says yes. um, they should yeah, retrained. be resensitized and retrained on detection policing, crime yeah. de- detection, law enforcement, yeah, et cetera. Um, is, is it not the truth that a provision like this is in danger of becoming a sort of audio provision, to put it very colloquially? i.e. a provision that is in the books but doesn't happen. That's why we have watchdogs. You know, if you, for example, that you are aware of this provision and you have evidences that for the Mm. past, I'm giving an example, for the past three months, the police has done no sensitization, no reorientation, nothing for its officers, as provided for in this reform. Do you know you can petition them to the National Assembly because there's a budgetary allowance for that, appropriation for that, sorry. The police force, the, 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 their budget every year, they have, they have provisions for these things. We, uh, what, what do you call it again? Uh, retraining, training for the college. and You know, they, they, even yeah. the police has a fund uh, in collaboration yeah. with international donor agencies where they send police chiefs abroad to learn the US, right, you know, to learn international best practices mm. in policing. So if NGOs, organizations like this have evidences that yeah. one of the major problems or one of the reasons why the police is not performing optimally is because the police force or the administration has failed woefully to train and retrain officers. And you have very viable evidence you can channel it to the Senate or to the National Assembly or to the EFCC or to the appropriate appropriate quarters and it will be investigated. And I think you base your right to write that petition on this section. Laws don't function until people push Mm. to implement it. Especially in this country. But are these processes transparent? Uh, I mean, petitioning the Nigerian police. I would ask you, do you think, the National are you Assembly? saying they are not transparent? I don't, in, I am a lawyer, right? No, no, I'm, I'm asking, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, asking. I'm answering you with another, I'm not are you I'm saying asking. they are not transparent? Um, <laughs> yeah, because, okay. no, I'm not saying, but I, I'm a lawyer, right? If I wanted to petition right. the Nigerian police force before the National Assembly, so I'll probably speak right. to somebody like you or have a look at the National Assembly's website. Uh, let, but let, what let is the average you, citizen? Let me give you, let me give you an average idea. citizen that is passionate and interested. Because I have a feeling okay. that on the website of the National Assembly, now, I would um, not find any information recently, about petitioning. The National Assembly called for memos yeah. on the amendment of the 
1999 constitution. Private persons, civil society organizations, yeah. NGOs, you know, private lawyers, they sent in memos. And the memos were looked into. The truth is, we see these processes as giant elephants. And, oh, my, my this thing will go count. I think I don't think I should do it. But you never know how operative they are until you try. I was with, I attended a forum and they talked about the 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 bad treatment that is meted out to young girls and women in the IDP camps you know, by mm. men of the police and all this uh, military, whatever. You know, and JT. And that most of them are not yeah. fed until they allow themselves to be slept with or something. And by God's grace, we have translated that. I, I related that. Uh, my boss actually saw that we looked into it. And we have written a motion on that. We have submitted it. By God's grace, it will be read on the floor of the house next week. And the house, if the prayers are answered, the prayers and the motion are answered, would call this, the chief of army staff. Or every or the general officer commanding that area that we valid because we came with evidences to investigate. I have to so, I obviously know, have to commend you for that. No, but wait, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, you're not the average. So you, you you never know, you know that. the extent these things would go if you don't try, you know. Nigerians, we have a, we have mm. we have this ostrich way of yeah. shouting from afar. It, though I do not blame them because you know we, our mind has been has been formed against the government literally you know so until I think until we try you lose every you lose a hundred percent of the chances chances you do not take so I think for our generation have, for your conscience for example you should push if the if the appropriate quarters do not do anything you've absorbed yourself of the blame but we only really have limited persons and civil society organizations that are pushing. You know, I, I know a few of them that I don't want to mention here, but they are very, very passionate Nigerians that are pushing. They are young persons and they are pushing, you know. And if all of us can just join our voice yeah. together and push, at least 40% of our efforts will be recognized, you know. The littlest of efforts. Fair enough. But would you agree that Availability of information—that's why I said advocacy and sensitization. You know, there are so many opportunities for Nigerians yeah. to air their grievances. The government, you know, there's so many legislative provisions, legislative provisions in laws that can be used uh, to petition agencies of government. But we really, yeah. most Nigerians do not even know of the existence. Even lawyers do not even know the existence of these laws. I would keep saying, I even told one of my friends last week that I think Nigeria is hugely over-legislated. We have laws. Our problem is not that of lack of laws or regulations. You know? Maybe some of them need to be amended, mm. but we've, we've always had laws yeah. in place. I've been, uh, I've researched at least to an extent into existing laws in the National Assembly, and I, I see a whole lot of them. But we do not even know about their existence. The police... Uh, reform bill is out. I doubt if uh, a handful of young persons has bothered to even look at some. You know, so we are more yeah, concerned about, about the old Rosie entertainment part of the country, which I don't blame anybody for. Anyways. Well, well, that 
you might say that, but once again, I'm, I, I actually actively go to places like the National Assembly's website. I keep saying it. the National Assembly's website does not even have copies of up to 20% of the acts that have been enacted by it. It doesn't have copies of bills Which is that very are going sad. through parliament currently. Which current. is very unfortunate. It's quite it's, I mean, it, I it's, it's very unfortunate. And it's really easy to put a PDF on a website. But what so, have you done to it? I can't. If I, if I can ask you. The, what have you the blame cannot, cannot. Okay, you went to the website and you found a lacuna. Except now that we are discussing it. Have you tried maybe? Are you suggesting that I, I should have... Um, Rang oh, up my constituency uh, or my my rep. You never know to tell him or or write him up. That, that's a fair suggestion. Assuming that he will and read you know what I write. Is anything I've learned over time? Yes. Not all Nigerian politicians are evil, as they have been told. Most of them read your comments. Oh, absolutely, you. absolutely. Most yes. of them follow your conversations. Most of them watch TV just like you do. Most of them have families in local villages. Most of them have young persons as children, and most of them know what is going on. Your letters are read and even edited by most of them. So you never know. There are some few good ones, very few good ones. And I want to state it emphatically here again, that I'm not holding before the National Assembly. Your, your honesty very is very actually, good. I like I, you said I'm not holding before the National Assembly. I like I'm not that. at all. Like, there are so many things I get sad about. There are so many things I feel can be better. But then, the old bad uh, yes. meal cannot be condemned because uh, the old plate cannot be condemned because of some few bad meals. You know? That's what I think. If we all keep condemning, if we True. all keep insulting, if we all keep Fair cursing, what, what, what do we have left for the country? How do we move yeah. forward? How do we move forward? Fair. So, um, you know, recently there has been, well, over the past 10 years, there, yes. has, been, there have been clamors for yes. state policing or community policing in some form or the other. Um, this act actually yes. introduces community police officers. Um, can you explain what it seeks to achieve? Is this the attempt of the National Assembly to, you know, stem all these calls for state police? First of all, I do not think the concept of community policing is the same state policing on paper, policy-wise. I do not think that those concepts are the same. While community policing as stated in the bill or the law states that, you know, community policing officers under, under the section uh, shall ensure crime dete detection and prevention, amongst other roles le that legitimizes the activities. You know. State policing is usually a concept that puts, that, that makes a state, a federating unit in this federation, be in charge of their own security, security architecture, basically. If the concept of state policing is followed to the letter, the commissioner of police in that guise will report to the state governor mm -hmm. and not to the IGP. Now, the community policing that this uh, bill still provides for, there's a channel of operation that they report to, and it's still the Nigerian police force. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. 
So to an extent, yes, yes, funding yeah. uh orders like uh sanctions and all that, you know. Still, if anybody yeah. uh any part of the old community police yeah. catches a criminal and all that, they still hand them over to the Nigerian police force for appropriate sanctions. So uh I do yeah. not think it can yeah. replace the policing as a concept. I do not think it can because it's still the okay. local arm, uh, though not so forced. Fun- I want to add the FORCE uh, part. It's still the local policing kind of strategy to make sure citizens or locals are protected by their own. Yeah. And those ones are answerable to the Nigerian police station okay. in their locality. So fundamentally speaking, the structure of yes, the police yes. remains the same, like the same central structure. Yeah. Oh, then maybe with just a few officers designated as community police officers. Yes, we have to watch out. Well, we'll watch watch out, see, see how that the, plays the, out. The Amoteko thing, for example, I think if I might allude to that, um, the policy working yeah. document was worked out between um, the IGP and state governors in the southwest of Nigeria. It has started taking... Uh, most of in most of the southwestern states, they've started operations like Oshun. Uh, but we have to still see this um, yes. collected, activ- collected activities and see how they function. Over time, I think for the past four months, there has not been any result of abuse of power or anything. So if this works, I think if Amotekun as a concept mm. works brilliantly in the southwest, yeah. the calls for a full state policing structure yeah. can actually work in Nigeria if it works, if the whole Amotekun thing works. Okay. I am too, we are I mean, I'm interested to see how that plays out, to be honest. But they've been performing in Oshun quite brilliantly. Yeah. Like, you know, so, Oshun has um, go, and there are some foreign nationals that, uh, yeah. that are constantly uh, mining illegal gold. And over time, the Amotekun court there has really been uh, catching some foreign nationals that are mining goods yeah. illegally, and they've been doing some few. Yeah, that was quite. But then we would still wait for their full uh, operations if that works. So in another, well, in another section of this act, um, the Inspector General of Police, the functions of the Inspector General are clearly defined. But more importantly, the Inspector General is given fixed tenure. So in the old Police Act, the Inspector General essentially served at the pleasure of the president. But now, the Inspector General um, has a fixed tenure of four years. On the 18th of March, is March, this a step in the right direction? In at the opinion? public hearing, if there was any section of this law that everybody roared about, like with joy, everybody accepted it, it's this section. Over time, one of the major problems we've had mm. is the politicization of the police force, where um, the government and the federal is accused of using the IGP and its component units, you know, the IGP's office and its component units to muzzle opponents, you know, yeah. to rain on opponents of the government and to do as they like. It's just assumed that the IGP answers to the president and we don't want to offend the president because uh, it's tenor or remover subject to the past of the president. You wouldn't want to, you know, just as you would not want to deliberately offend your boss, you would not want to do that. But now that he knows that, just yes. like 
what people are clamoring for in INEC, that the president should, should be stripped of the power to appoint the INEC chairman. Mm. What you the answer chairman, to, yeah. you owe. That's what I think. Yeah. Yes, I think as mm. a person, dictate, he, so I always say, he, he who pays the, pays the sniper yeah. dictates the poison. You know, so <laughs> if, if, I'm, if <laughs> I owe the power yeah. to you, to your continued uh, presence on that seat, you have no choice than to answer to me. We are all humans. And I'm not yeah. talking about the current government. You know, we are all humans. It's subject to abuse. Yeah. So putting a time lag on it, you do well or you do not do well, you live in four years. Yeah. And it's not renewable. Yes. Yeah. So, so you well, have yeah, to. Yeah, it's silent. Do, you have to yeah. do well. Also, yeah. aside the political part, eh, I think it helps with uh, boosting the morale of senior, senior officers. When you know you have chances of stepping up. You know, the, 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 the tradition in the force is that once your classmates, yeah. let me use the word classmate, I don't know what they call yourself, is appointed the IGP and all that, they retire mostly yeah. everybody. You know, so they are, now you know that yes. if this one yes. goes, it will continue. That tradition continues. But then you know that once your senior uses four years, he leaves. He's not affecting you. Yeah, so I think it helps... Uh, clean yeah. that on LD rivalry in the police and brings extracts the political part of jostling for positions unnecessarily, really, you know, meeting politicians to be appointed as an IGP and all that. Mm. I think this section is really good for the country. It's one of the for me, yeah, it's one of uh, one of the highlights of this bill, like one of the best things yeah. that could ever happen to the Nigerian police. De- definitely, although it's still, I mean. Somewhere in that same section, it still says the only of person course, that can remove people, the inspector oh, general oh, is oh, the yeah, president. But, but then people know but that. on the advice, oh, young yeah. man, your time is up. The pressure will now mount on the president. Not like now. You know, now we can't. There's been calls yes. from literally everybody. The Senate, the House of Reps, political actors. Now, yeah. Service chiefs should be yeah. removed. You know, if there were time retired, lags on yeah, the tenor, yeah. we wouldn't have yeah, would be this quagmire. hope you know that. Because, for example, the chief of army staff has yeah. used like five years now. I, I think it's one of the longest seven chief of army staff. So mm. you get it. Yeah. And, I you think know, it's, he it's was not, due to retire and then the there was a sort of says he still needs almost so an anti He would have to serve, keep yeah. serving his country. You are, you would have to be there still seven. So if there's a time lag on, on their on their channel, I think it would be good. So I think it's a good one. In yeah. my opinion, I think it's a good one. Um, yeah. There's a provision in section 89 and um, in section 89 there's a prescription there that says oh if an yeah. officer shoots yeah. or kills somebody rather in the course of his duty um he should record it and make a report formally however it doesn't spell out the consequences of unlawful killing somebody uh, on duty how do we square that up section what did you call one secret rest in such situations, because says what? that happens fairly often. It's section 89. Okay. It says that um, in the discharge yeah. of an officer's duty, if okay. he kills somebody, he has to make a report to his bosses. But it doesn't really say the consequences no. of doing that. I and do not the consequences think of killing the person. So, that the police, um, see, there's a structure in the police, in the police mm. force. The first thing, they call something orderly yeah. room trial. Once a policeman kills arbitrarily, arbitrarily or non-judicially, for example, 
You're subject, once there's a report to the police formation, you're subject to this orderly room trial where you're stripped of every cover. Once you're tried, you might either be dismissed, it depends on the weight, on the, yeah. on the um, accusation or whatever. You're stripped of your cover, your title, your job, and subject to the judicial process, the criminal yeah. court, the police, the normal, like a normal Nigerian. Yeah. So the power is of this law from that end. You are tried according to the laws of this country, if I'm right. Yeah. So once the policeman kills, that's what I follow, yeah. like as a lawyer, you know, when, when a policeman kills on, on uh yeah. extrajudicially and is found culpable, there's an orderly room trial that is quite effective to be very fair to the police. Immediately you are tried very fast. You're stripped of your uniform and your your the, the properties of the government, then you're tried officially in the court of law, in a competent court of law, not as a police officer, you know, you, as a police officer, but as a as a Nigerian citizen, you know, the military tries doing a court martial in a court martial, you know that, right? The police, after the orderly room trial, yes. subjects you to the extant laws of the land, and you face the music according to the criminal, penal the extant criminal laws in this country. And I think that works. So I don't think the, the, the bill should go beyond yeah. its jurisdiction in providing for what has already been providing, provided for in okay. law. Sincerely, I do not so, so in essence, there isn't much to worry about in that respect. Okay, okay, fair enough. So on a final note, um, given the extent of the criticism and social media fury over the act like we discussed before, uh, is it your opinion that the provisions of the act are not as bad as they you tell them every minute. or do you think okay. what's your opinion and do you think the act the act in general represents a, a step forward in police there is no law and law enforcement that in is Nigeria. perfect there's no law that does not have um, provisions that needs adjustments around that that's why legislators only try to make laws perfect. And that's one of the reasons why we have public hearings. So it becomes a law for the people, which we add in this case. The police reform bill is not perfect in the old sense of the word. And that's why it's subject to amendments, you know. But then, if you ask an average young person why they have a thing against the social media bill, I do not support it, by the way, too. They would rely on what they hear on Twitter and not read it. There are some sections in that bill that actually protect an online user. But everybody wants the old bill thrown into the trash. When it actually operates to protect you on the one hand. So beyond the old noise, my boss would definitely always tell us that if you want to make real impact, you see beyond the noise. Beyond the old necessary shouts and headlines, that are positioned against government. Have we bothered to read in-depthly into these bills to understand where areas of um, interest or concerns are so we address them? And have you asked, like I said, why most of the persons that are shouting about this bill haven't gone to court or are not probably written to the National Assembly? have not actually pushed for an amendment or a total obliteration. I think 
if the police would, would, would progress or be reformed in this country, we have to have laws like this that checks them appropriately. Over time, I don't think, over time we'll see the goodness in these laws the, when implementation starts, basically, if we actually if we are actually faithful as a republic to the dictates of this legislation. You know, and that's when people know these are policies yeah. that we need at this time. Nigerians cannot keep dying in the air or be suspected unreasonably because of the phones they hold, because of the air they carry, the answer of policemen that do not even know what the law says. So when a law is coming and saying police should be sensitized, they should not suspect, they should not just unreasonably suspect members of the public. Why oppose it? Why? But then it's it's all good. We, that's why we're in a democracy. People have uh, uh, the right to their opinions and, you know, they can, instead of now the right and Absolutely. pushing unnecessary sentiment, I would actually want them to probably go to court. At least it would it will widen our jurisprudence. Like go to court, let's have interpretations and all that. You get let's have that. Let's yeah. let's be LV now. For interpretation. Let's be progressive. Yeah. yeah. In the real sense of the word, not the political Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so so essentially your position is um the law is obviously not perfect. I mean the police act is obviously not perfect, but absolutely there is more absolutely. to gain from it than to uh, than Absolutely. than that which is detrimental okay fair enough um on that note um Olubumi, i have to thank you very much for joining me on this episode i'm very grateful for your time and i hope we can have a different conversation thank you very much else thank you very soon thank you very much <laughs>